to be inspired through authentic conversations that is sure to be on everyone's lips. Hello, welcome everyone to episode eight of On Everyone's Lips. We are so happy everyone chose to listen to us. My name is Monique, a.k.a. Mo. My name is Lindsay J. And my name is Chelsea J. And we are the ladies of OEL. So today we are going to talk about rap music in today's society. We're going to ask the question, do we care about substance, substance anymore or is Ratchet winning? Yep, yep, yep. So this episode topic stems from the recent comments that uh, Jermaine Dupri made in his interview with People Magazine uh, in regards to female rappers. So um, I'm just going to give you a little paraphrase of what he said. So he said, they are all rapping about the same thing. I don't think they're showing us who is the best rapper. For me, it's like strippers rapping. As far as rap goes, I'm not getting who is the best rapper. So his comments led us to think about the state of hip hop culture today and how how it has evolved over the years. Um, And this just led us to ask the question whether or not the culture cares about substance anymore or if Ratchet is really winning. And is there a double standard in regards to female rappers? So I just want to let you guys know that we found a little clip um, from Michelle Hope. I don't know if you guys have heard about her before, but she is a sexpert. Um, And she posted a little clip on her Instagram page from an interview she did. And I just think it was very fitting for the topic we're touching on today. So we're just going to play a little bit. Um, of a, a little clip of that and uh, it'll give y'all something to chew on while we discuss this topic why do you think it is that the perception around strip culture is changing i think it has to do with hip-hop music because let's face it hip-hop music is now mainstream and everything from i don't know what you hear on the radio all the way to sprite commercials yeah t-pain said it best i'm in love with a stripper because she rocking she rolling <sighs> Music and language play a lot of how we perceive things. We start to hear it over and over and over again, and then it starts to normalize the idea of, oh, maybe this isn't such a bad thing. So that's just a little clip. And today we do have two guests joining us who will be giving their insight on hip hop culture and provide their own perspectives on how it's shaped the culture. Everyone, let's give a warm welcome to Donovan and Chauncey. Yay! Yay. (laughs) Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're so excited to have you guys in on this conversation. So, as you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, what's up? What's going on? How y'all doing today? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. So, we're going to be talking, touching on on a, a good topic here. So, um,. I guess the first touch point we want to touch on is, you know, when Jermaine Dupri made that comment, you know, he um, a lot of people he was assumed was talking about a lot of people assumed that he was speaking on like, you know, Cardi B and a lot of women that have come out um, in the rap industry currently. I know Cardi had some controversy with him. She you know, she made a comment back to what he said. So it just led us to question, are there double standards between female and male rappers? Um, because, you know, like. Male rappers, they talk about a lot of the same things. They talk about sex. They talk about drugs. And it's the same thing over and over again. And nobody has anything to say about it. But so we just want to question, like, in the female industry, is it do men view that as women are always talking about sex? And that's, you know, there's something wrong with that. Like, is is that a bad thing? For me, it isn't. Not at all. I mean, 
when Little Kim came out, that's the first thing she was talking about. You know, she was really high on sex. The album cover alone made her famous. Right. Um, I mean, the thing is, it's fine. It's from a woman's perspective. You know, men, we do our macho bravado thing, what we like to talk about. And women are doing what they like to talk about. You know, guys chasing after them, you know, leaving them on red, all that stuff. You know, the stuff y'all do to us. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, it's cool. You know what I mean? I, it's from their perspective. It's for them, you know. Um, it doesn't always feel like there's balance. I think that's what it's missing more than anything. I don't mind the subject matter. I just don't think there's balance. Um, for every Megan the Stallion, there should be a Rhapsody song out there somewhere for someone to hear and okay. be easily accessible to. So, um, and I've, I've actually I heard Megan the Stallion freestyle recently, and I was I was I was pleasantly surprised. She actually can rap. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just you know they have songs for the radio. You have songs that you have that are more like mixtape oriented or stuff like you hear like the male rappers will come out and they'll um they'll have songs for the clearly for the radio, but then they'll have certain songs that are on mixtapes or on B sides or something that they're actually showing you their lyrical prowess. So it's a, it's it's a bit of a double standard, but I have no issue with it. Let them do what they want to do. What about you, Chauncey? What what do you think about that? Uh, I actually I kind of agree with him. Uh, I didn't have an issue with it. I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't think too hard on it because I'm. I can't say that my. I don't listen to a lot of female rappers, so you have to be nice for me to even pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. I don't go too far into it with that. But um, but I do like Megan Thee Stallion. Like he mentioned, I think she's real nice. There's a few of them that I like, and uh, you know, just like what y'all topic is saying about the ratchet or the other, um, or the the conscious rap or the ratchet winning. I mean. That's going to be with everything because sex sells, negativity sells. So that's always going to be there. Ain't really too much we can change about that. That's just the way it is. Because if that would be comparing like a Jay-Z to a Common or a Tyler Equality, or, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just not going to be the same because people want to hear some of that, you know, the the hood stuff or whatever you want to call it. They want to hear that. That's what they want. That's what sells. So, you know, I mean, the same thing with a woman. You kind of, I don't think I'm going to look at a woman if she doesn't look good and then she's talking like she's like a dude, see, that's going to turn me off. Or I might not really, I might not really want to hear too much of that. You know? So it is a big you. thing then and in, in the rap industry for women to like look good. Like that, that part is always, mm-hmm. I guess, I want I, I'm not going to put it all the way on look good, but I think that if you're going to talk raunchy, you need to be looking good. That's what I would say. Because it was girls like say like Remy Ma, I'm not really a fan of saying Remy Ma looks good, but I would put her as one of the top female MCs because she has bars. That that's something different, you know. what I'm saying that's mm-hmm. a like a, a, she's not gonna give you. Um, she's not gonna make a song. <laughs> she's not gonna make a song just to be, you know, just to fit in with the trend. She's gonna actually rap because she came from that. You know, what I'm saying at least to me, that's what I think. Right. Yeah. Plus, too, with with the music industry period, there's always pressure on a woman's looks. You know what I mean? So there was a time when. Um, <laughs> can't remember her name when she came out she was one of the weather girls but when she came out they had her in the background you never saw her or in any videos or mm-hmm. album covers or anything like that but she could sing you know what i mean so they were so high up on looks but that pressure's always been put on women 
you know, in a lot of different yeah. things, not yeah. just music. So, so um, yes. it's an unfortunate thing, yeah. just yeah. the way it is, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, Society. I definitely think that's the reason why, like, a Rhapsody is probably not ever going to be as popular as, uh, like you said, a Meg Thee Stallion, a um, Nicki Minaj, or Cardi B because of, because of that stigma that is put on female rappers. Right. I have to say, I like yeah. what uh, what Donovan said about the balance. Um, I, I feel that's what's missing, you know, because you can have the song that's twerkable, you could twerk to, bounce to, but we need the other side, the, you know, where they're saying something. And that's what I think we're missing, because I love a beat. I love a good beat all day. Right. You can give me a hot beat, and I'm good. But I do want to hear you saying something, Absolutely. you know. So I think that's, to me, that's what's missing in today's uh, hip-hop. Yeah. From male yeah, but I, I think, yeah, and then, like I said, but going back to putting it in that same little instance, that's always been like that. Though. That's what I'm saying. Like, so that's why I say that. That's why I brought up a Talib Kweli or Common mm-hmm. and all that. Because they never made as much money as a Jay-Z has made. And it ain't going to start now. That's just the way it is. Because people don't want to, you're not going to, um, you, you want to hear it, but it's not. That's not something you don't play that in the club because you're not going to sit there and dance to a country song in the club. And then that's where your branding is. That's where your money is. That's where your, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like, it really too much, ain't too much you can do. And there's it's plenty of them out there that are dropping lyrics like that. You just have to look for them. You got to be open to to scour through the catalog of music and you'll be able to find it. Like I think somebody mentioned Rhapsody and like that. She's super nice, but you're not going to hear her in the club you're not going to hear it's just not going to happen so that has to be your cup of tea you have to search for it so just like when they were saying uh hip-hop is dead see i didn't necessarily think it was dead it just changed because hip-hop is constant motion it's being hip and then the hop is the constant motion so it has to change it's going to always change it's going to be when we were younger our kid our mom would be like what y'all listen to that junk and we can say that now <laughs> that's, true, that's right true now. right yeah, and I think we fall guilty of that too. Like we all contribute to that because the like you said, hip hop culture is always changing, it's evolving and we kinda hip hop mm-hmm. is it's the culture. And so, you know, we I guess we kinda has all all of us combined together, we kinda feed into that of the ratchetness and feed yeah. into yeah, this is what we yeah, want to hear at the club. Yeah. Every now and then I think something will slip in where we can hear, you know, in the club. Just like um when Kanye West dropped a I think, what was it, Jesus Walks? Mm-hmm. That was a big record. That was a big record that kind of, you know, could have been played in the club. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about, you know, it was, it wasn't talking like that. It was talking about some, some real stuff. So, you know, I think it all just depends. And when that song came out and when Kanye came out, that was actually a shift in the music, meaning that that was more so of a... Um, or more so, like you can be cool or being you can you can be yourself. You can be a regular person and have a rap and have like bars or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because that brought into the, the Wale, the J. Cole's, even like the Drakes. That kind of made that lane where everybody was being so hard. But Kanye was like, "I'm not gonna be hard. I'm just gonna be this regular kind of book bag kind of guy." You know right. what I'm saying? So that that's the constant motion again. That's why I say like the definition of hip hop is being hip. And the constant motion is always evolving. That's coming from people being like, if we think about like the older rappers, y'all may not know about like the Karis ones and the Eric B and Rakim's. See, then that wasn't about nothing. You really had to have the wordplay so you could be on the mic and nobody, you can be on the stage and nobody else can be on the stage with you. And people are really paying attention word for word. 
as he as we started going along, you had to have a little bit more. You had to have swag. You had to have, you know, like the look and all that. Like it kind of um, it's almost like style, like your fashion. Like you know what I'm saying. Like the fashion got better as we got older, and you know the music does the same thing. It kind of that's that's part of the culture. That's the culture that you talk about. Like it kind of moves. It, if it stays the same, then it's gonna get boring and it's not gonna be fresh. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a word they would use. They would use that's fresh. That's dope. That's right. you know what I'm saying. Like so, that's what it does. It it evolves like that. It's gonna always do that. It can. It, I think it's coming back to lyrics. I'm not gonna sit here and like totally down that out because I do think it's coming back. And I think it's a whole lot of good rappers right now. This is the best shape it's in right now to me. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Maybe not as far as. You know, nothing's gonna be the nineties to me. That's I'm gonna be biased. I agree. And Mo would <laughs> Yeah, and Mo makes, talked about that too, yeah. about the nineties, um, how there was such more versatility. Yeah. Right? Yes. Cause so much more. Mm-hmm. I really feel when yeah, I think about Yes. When I think about the nineties, yeah. um, yes, you made a good point, Chauncey, about them not making the money or or the status of a Jay Z. Um, but I feel like in the nineties mm-hmm. we had more ver- versatility. You have the you have the club music, the club band. But then you also had, you yeah. know, the um, the lyrics that were talking about something that you could really, you know, learn something with. I, I, I believe yeah. we had a better mixture in the 90s of, you know, all music, yeah. you know, whereas now yeah. I, I don't see the mixture as much. It's just all about a beat. To me now, it's like a beat, a good hook equals a hit. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah, yeah late yeah. 80s yeah. into the 90s when you had the most variety. Yes. Like I can hear... I could hear Coogee rap say some gangster stuff, but then right after that, mm-hmm. I could hear X Clan after that. Yes, you know what I mean. And um, yeah, yeah. Now the women were the same way. Mm-hmm. I can hear I can hear MC Light. Mm-hmm. You know, I could hear um, Queen Latifah. I could hear Moni Love. Yeah. You know, it just seems like mm-hmm. now they make it seem like it only can be one woman at a time. Yes, like mm-hmm. you know, and like, I don't like that. Nah, yeah, exactly. and, and you exactly. see when a woman comes out and they interview her, they was well, ask, what do you think about this woman? Because they want to hear you say something catty and stuff like Negative. that. They want right. them to be at each yeah, other's yeah, throat. Like, yeah. it only can be one woman, but we can have a plethora of men out there. So I've always noticed that. But we had a whole lot yeah. more variety back then. So we had joke records, too. We, Biz Marquis wasn't a super-duper rapper. Right, <laughs> you know exactly. What I mean? Big Daddy King yeah, was writing exactly. his stuff. So, you know what I mean? So, you know, we had joke, mm-hmm. jokesters and stuff like that, too. So we can't sit here and act like, you know, these kids aren't really saying anything or, you know, they're they're yeah. rapping from their perspective. This is their time. Yes. You know what I mean? So we're, we're living in our own time. So we have to let them go and let them flourish. Yeah. I remember when I used to say, like, I'm getting ready for the club and say I wanted to get crunk and turn them. So in my time, I put them in three, six mafia or something. But I wouldn't Absolutely. say they were top five rappers, they were, <laughs> nah, but they're going to start a party, though. You know what I mean? Mystical wasn't no super-duper rapper, but they're going to get the party going, though. You know? That's all yeah. it matters. Yeah, I like to get ready yeah. to Future or Gucci. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Future. That was, was, was on track. Three Mafia, that was kind of like our our real, I mean, besides, like, we had the MJPs and the UGKs and all that, but, That's you know, right. you had your trap music, which is different. It was, you know... It, it was almost more believable too. I say that because you know, so everybody can think they trapping and they, oh, I did all this and you know, whatever, whatever. You be like, okay, sure. Oh, there's a lot more certified guys back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Was. Yeah, sure. definitely was. Absolutely. But even when you think about, like you said, with like female rappers, even when you think about like Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill was like, you know, um, I think she had a good mixture of making those songs that were, you know, you can feel them. She knew how to rap. She 
Um, and then you can also listen to it and be like, uh oh, we can listen to Lauren. You know, if we going out, we riding in the car, we chilling. You know, she gave you that mm-hmm. vibe. So now it's yeah. like you said, it's you know, we don't have much of a balance of that. I think you know, it's just more so like, yeah, women are taking back um, their sexuality and owning it a lot more. Like that's not something that's looked at. Has wow, like even Dame Dash, he did an interview on YouTube and he was just like, I like the state of of hip hop right now because I feel like women are owning their sexuality. He was just like back in the day, you know, when a little little Kim came out, that was a big thing because she was she was owning her sexuality. She wasn't scared. She was on that cover with her legs open with that lingerie on and it was like hot. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he was like, that was like we was just like, man, that's crazy. And he was like, but now you can see that a lot more. And he said, I can appreciate a woman that's honest with herself. Like he was like, like Meg the Stallion saying she's a big old freak. That's, that's means that she's comfortable with herself. She's not hiding the fact that she can be that sexual being. So I think hip hop has evolved Mm -hmm. even in that way where women are not scared to express that back in the day. I feel like that was a little bit more, you know, women shied against that. They weren't going to be so open about being sexual. That's true. And that's what we, that's what I ain't gonna say. When I say we, I'm not really saying we, but that's what, what they saying, what the girls are saying they in the raps about themselves now, that's what the guys' lyrics was about the girls. Like, they was calling them bees and they just all day long, you know what I'm saying? So I, I totally agree with what you just said. Like, that's them, uh, if that's what you do, you're taking pride into it and doing it in your way and your flavor, kind of like, right. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, yeah, men yeah. bragged about their yeah. sexual conquest all the time in lyrics. Back then and yeah, even now, so sure why can't they have their moment to do their thing? You know, so it's it's only right, it's only fair. Yeah, and one of my favorite guys, he's not a, when I when I say my favorite guys, I mean that I listen to him and I I take it as being truth. Uh, you know, what I'm saying like he's keeping it real to how he is, and that's too short. I ain't saying he's a top ten rapper. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say he can rap like Jay Z, Nas, none of that. Not at all. But I'm just saying I like the music. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying I bump plenty of those out. Plenty of, and that's the question. You know, it's a word. I ain't gonna say it on y'all show with you. Know I mean? <laughs> 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 yeah, freaky tales. Yeah, that's what he used to drop. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's a classic. Yes, that's sir. Classic. Yes, sir. If you're tuned into the live show, please dial um, 605-562-0444. Um, and the ID, the pen is three nine zero seven nine six six. If you want to join in on the conversation and you would like to talk in order for us to know, you would need to press star two and it'll show that your hand is raised so that we will be able to unmute you. Yeah. I was going to raise my hand, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you on, you on, you on. <laughs> but I think also another thing that's changed, too, in the music industry is, you know, how hard um, it used to be to get in the music industry. You know, I think before it was like this hidden community, you know, you couldn't get in there. Um, It was hard to get in there. You know, you had to kind of meet someone that was on your block and then someone on your block was like, hey, this person is coming around. You know, you might I might want to introduce you to this person. Now, Instagram and all of these other social media platforms have made it a little bit. If you have a catchphrase or you have something catchy, it's kind of made it easier for you to break into the industry. Um, and so what are you guys thoughts on that now as far as like the rappers or the people that are getting into the industry? Do you feel like the the bar has kind of dropped on that? Well, music is just so easily accessible now. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think yeah. it actually makes it a little bit harder for them to be noticed because it's so easily, you know, you get a SoundCloud account. 
you have a uh, yeah. Instagram account. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, these guys yeah. are paying these uh, IG models to to play their songs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's harder to be noticed yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, but in the strippers too, you get a nice little mm-hmm. song. Go to the strip club, your song you play in the strip club. That's I got most of these down south where they go. Like you'll hear them like say like an Atlanta song. You can be in Atlanta mm-hmm. and hear it for like a year before it even comes to this way because it was in the strip club for so right. long. And you know, that's, yeah, yeah. And, and the think- gate, the music. Go ahead. No, no, you got it. Go ahead. I'm going to say, I think the music gatekeeper has changed, though. Like, when I brought up the Karis one and all of them, and like you said, it was it was hard to get on then. That's because you really had to have skill. See, now you don't, you know, like, the door, the, the door is just a little bit wider open, so you can you can kind of say what you want to say, whatever it is you want to do. And like you said, if it's catchy, then that's your ticket. You done already, you know what I'm saying, you done beat half the battle. And you, then you're doing it right in your house. You might be doing it in your room instead Absolutely. of saving enough money for a studio. Yeah, you don't, need, you don't need thousands of dollars worth of equipment to do this anymore. You know, yeah, you can you sure just do it right in your own home. You know, you, some yeah. kid right now, and it's in his bathroom rapping right now. Yeah, about to yeah. Come out and drop yeah. Yeah. Tape. You know, That's they have true. these um, sites and places you can go upload your music. You don't have to go through iTunes or go through any kind of label. Yeah. You know, you don't have to worry about selling yeah. it out the back of your trunk anymore. It's just much easier. To get out there, but it's harder yeah. to be heard, mm-hmm. you know, because right. so many yeah, other people yeah. are coming out. So you kind of have to find a niche or be catchy or sometimes you got to get under the yeah. wing of somebody out there, like somebody to get under the wing of future or somebody like that mm-hmm. or one of these better uh, yeah. producers out here. And then you kind of can launch off from there. But it, it, I think it's actually gotten yeah. harder to be heard, but it's easier to get out, get your stuff out. It's true. Yeah. 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 I wanted- that's the gift and the curse. Absolutely. The gift, that's the gift and the curse. And, and the reason why it's like that is, is, is even thinking about y'all doing this podcast show or whatever, this is another avenue that opened up because you're able to do it so easily, like mm-hmm. at your house, at your, your convenience. Because if, if it wasn't that way now, then that means you guys would really have to, uh, just like a rapper goes to the studio, you had to pay mm-hmm. studio time to put your podcast together. Like, that's pretty much what you'd be doing. So it opened up a lot of doors. And like I said, it's a gift and a curse, you know. However you look at it, how, is your perspective then. That, that's how you want It depends on how you want to take it. But mm-hmm. that's, uh, and I think it also affects the quality of the music as well. Like, back then, <laughs> you had to be out there. Like, a lot of these guys are neighborhood guys. They go to one neighborhood, battle another guy. You know what I mean? And get there, you know, still sharp mm-hmm. and still. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jay Z yeah, used it. to battle DMX. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? These things we never seen, but we know about them. Yes. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, Biggie was a battle rapper battling on the street. So these guys are battling in their neighborhoods. And you know what I mean? So their skills yeah. have gotten better. So when they come out and they get, yeah. you know, back then they had artist development. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, you know, A&Rs yeah. and all that type of stuff. The people trying to teach them how to talk to people when they come on the radio, be interviewed and, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they had a little bit more. So when they yeah. came out, they were more of a polished product. Whereas now you just out here rapping, yeah. doing your thing. You know, half these guys don't know how to yeah. count the bars or <laughs> anything yeah. like that. So, yeah. um, so it's, like, it's, it's a little raw, but, you know, it, it just needs to be cultivated better. I just just wanted to, I had a a, sort of a question. So I seen a clip of the game on Facebook and I know he's not very, his personality, there's, you know, he comes with a lot of stuff, but in this clip, 
he lyrically, I mean, it was off the top. It was a freestyle, and he was on one of these um, online shows, and they asked him a, some questions. They gave him a beat, and he just was spitting fire. I mean, like, lyrically. And it just made me think, like, far as lyrically and lyricists, are, do you think in these, the rappers we have today, do we have any lyricists that we could consider? I mean, you know, they rap, but do we have lyricists anymore? I think a Kendrick Lamar. Yes. And I think J. Yes. Cole. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah, Those two, definitely. Absolutely. Jay-Z's still in there. But, he ain't mm-hmm. never changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Freddie Gibbs is somebody I like. And when you bought up the game, I'm not even going to lie. Like, if you had a slept-on list where people don't really all the way yes. give him that credit, mm-hmm. they ain't been there for a long time. He's been there for a long time. He can rap. I I'm think so, too. Yeah. The game. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the game is nice. He does his thing. But he, like I said, like the newer guys, I like Freddie Gibbs. is somebody I really listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah, Freddie Gibbs. That new yeah. album is nice, too. Man. Absolutely. Um Black yeah. Thought been doing it for a minute, so yeah. Black, he's like my number one underground guy. I call Absolutely. him underground, even though he ain't underground. I say yeah. that because, yeah. like, if you say that people like Black Thought, like, I'm like, hey, <laughs> take a listen and go back and take a listen. And he's like, no. okay, I yeah, you, you, you really like, listening? <laughs> yeah, he's he's firing it up. So, um, yeah. Big Sean is another one. Big Sean can often be slept on as well. Oh, yeah, I, love I agree too. I like Big Sean. Yeah, yeah Big Sean is actually my. One of my favorite new guys. That's what I call them. Like I put all them in the same boat. Like I love Kendrick and I love um, J Cole. Yes. And I think I think I like Big Sean and then I like J Cole. And um, I mean Kendrick. I ain't gonna say that he ain't as great because you know some people. I just think, in my my opinion, I kind of I kind of argue with some of my friends sometimes. Mm-hmm. They be like, oh man, I'd be like, see, I just don't want to give him the gold title too early. Let me relax. Like you know what I'm saying, like. But that's that, like a conversation. Again, that's just how you feel. Everybody has different perspectives. So sometimes when I say Big Sean to people, they be like, all right, man, he, he be like joking or he be something, something. I'll be like, man, but to me, I think he can super do rap. Oh, yeah. I definitely think he has it. He, and he can go. I love J. Cole. You mentioned J. Cole. That's one of my favorites. I went to his <laughs> show. It was fire. I mean, he can he can yeah. go. Like yeah, far as lyrically, yeah, the way he, he puts it together, mm-hmm. my goodness. Yeah, I like Absolutely. him. Yeah, he made beats. He be rapping on his old beats. So you got to give him a whole lot of credit for that. Yes. Everybody don't do that. Right. Yeah. That's like some. I'm a Wu-Tang Forever guy, so that's like rhythm. You know, what I'm saying? like you rapping on your beat. You can rap good and rap on it and make the beat. I mean, like not too many guys can do that. So that's true. You got to give him some credit. Um, so it looks like we have a caller on the line who wants to join in on the conversation. So we're going to go ahead and accept the caller and get their in, uh, input on this conversation. What's up? You're on live with OEL. State your name and where you're calling from. Hi. This is Shatia. I'm calling from the highway. Hey. <laughs> hey, Shatia. <laughs> Hi. What's up, Shatia? So, I have... I have a question. Um, so I know, like, historically, battle rap has been utilized to showcase, um, like, talent. And every now and again, we get a good, I'm a fan of a good battle that doesn't turn violent, right? Um, and so I find that oftentimes either these newer rappers don't quite know how to do it, or I think they go 
way too far. So I guess the question is, do you think that there are no fly zones in battle rap? Hmm, that's a good question because every you know when Drake and um when what was it when Drake and uh and Pusha T yeah when Pusha Drake T. and Pusha T had a, a a recent battle and they were saying how you know um, Pusha T went too far when he mentioned Drake's friend I guess that was really sick and was going through something right <laughs> and they were saying he should have never touched on that yeah what do y'all fellas on the phone what do y'all think about that about is there ever a space where it goes too far in in battle rap um I mean. It's it's a battle. I mean, uh, I mean, we when you talk about stuff like that, you go back as far as uh, Tupac. He said stuff about um, Prodigy about him oh. having sickle cell. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, a couple of belts, don't they? Absolutely. Uh, Jay Z and Nas, and Jay Z was saying he he you know was um, kind of leaning to thinking he did something with his baby's mom. You know, Nas's mom, mom of his child. So I mean. <laughs> I mean, it gets it's, it's, it, yeah, it, yeah, it gets real in the field. So I mean, it's anything's possible, you know. So just be prepared to be, you know. It's a it's a battle. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can be yeah, said. I was, I was mad at Drake at that time too, because I was like, as much as I'm not really a big Drake fan, you know what I'm saying. But as much as people put, and he can actually rap. That's why I was like, come on, come on, come on, so we can have this battle. Come on, come on. That's why I was like, oh, he let me. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to come back too. And then even with the yeah. Remy Ma and um, Nikki, Nikki Minaj, you know, yeah. I was waiting for Nikki. I was, I knew she was not gonna make it, but I still. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki ain't want that smoke at all. She ain't want that smoke at all. No. What'd you say, Charlie? <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, Shatia. We appreciate you calling in and giving your feedback. Great mm-hmm. question. <laughs> Have a good day. Thank you so much for having me. But yeah, that that was a good one. Yeah, the, the Remy Ma and uh, the remember Chelsea. We was on the way. I remember that day too when Nikki when um, Remy had put out that diss track against Nikki. Remember we were in the car yeah, uh, and you heard it, found it somewhere. And you was like, hold on, hold on, play, play, play this, play, play this, play this. We listened to I'm that. I'm a Remy fan, so I already I knew she so, was going to rip. Oh my that. goodness, I was like, Remy went off. Like I, I have never seen because you know. I wasn't, um, I was born in the 90s, but growing up, you know, I didn't see that. And I don't, you know, I haven't really watched battle rap that much. So um, I was just like, wow. I knew Remy could always, you know, rap and stuff. But I was just like, dang, she went in. Yeah, Remy's from that battle culture, too. I seen Mm -hmm. her destroy somebody in the battle. So, yeah, yeah, Nikki didn't want that smoke. She knew better. (laughs) She knew to back down, get off the scene. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want that. She was going to get washed. Yeah, be quiet. I always thought Nicki Minaj was just one of those future rappers. Like I don't, I, I don't know. She sounds better on when she's featured on other people's songs. songs. But see, Nicki used to agree with rap, that. Nicki used to rap like that. But she used to be like yeah. when she first came out, it was the money yeah. and all that stuff. She gave Young Money the credit as being like they found it, but she was really on them smack um, DVDs yep. and come up DVDs and all that. And she used to have super bars. And yeah, she, she was a little more. Good. Good. You could tell, you could tell she just got too commercialized or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got a little commercialized. Yeah, she and changed she her flow and all that. And um, Gucci and Waka Flocka and them back in them days too. Like she was nice. She was, she, she was a little rugged then, I guess. Yeah, she was. I think she got to the money, and then she was like, "Oh, this money a little bit better." 
Right, yeah. right. Yeah, because I still think Nick is a good rapper. I mean, I think, I think, like you said, with the exception of that she's trying to be more commercial, so sometimes she can shy away from it. But I still, I think she's a good. I think she's a good rapper. Yeah. I mean, I when she when I she wants to go. Right now, I still, I still would give her that much credit that she could be the best female rapper that's currently out. Like everybody else could still make those songs that we might like a little bit more, and she don't went pop or whatever. But I think that. Word for word, Nikki still got it. You know what I'm saying? I definitely still think she got it. Yeah, speaking on that, and we were speaking on, and we were speaking on Remy, Remy Ma. Um, I watched a, 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 a video clip of her where they asked her about female rappers today in today's society and what she thought of them. And they gave her like about, I think it was like five different rappers. But the one that stood out to me and the one that she picked the same one as well who I think is definitely up and coming. Her name is Tierra Wack. Have you have you heard of her or Chauncey? No, I haven't heard of her. Okay, so um, they played a clip. Uh, yeah, of her. I heard of her, but I, I haven't listened to none of her music yet. I have heard of her. Okay, I've seen a couple of pictures of her too. So yeah, and she she seems like she's getting co-signed from some people that I respect highly. So I think she must be kind of really nice. So I just. I have to do my homework, so I don't know much about her. Yes, look her up. Be, look her up because she has that lyrical, like we were talking. She's more of a lyricist, and and Remy picked her, and I, that's the one I picked too when I was watching. I was like, oh, I pick her, and then she ended up picking her. But um, yeah, I definitely think she's someone to look out for, and um, she gave me that that '90s feel because she had she you know lyrically and artistically, like even the video, it wasn't. You know, like the regular videos you see, it was more artistic. And um, I definitely think she's one to look out for. Her name is Tierra Wack. Yeah, I haven't um, I haven't heard of her either. Whatever, I'm going to have to do my research and uh, listen to her as well. Um, I think... Yeah, it's a lot of... Yeah. 3D Nati is somebody who I like. Um, she's from New Orleans. She's uh, She's been around for a little while, but um, she's got... She's definitely lyrically inclined for sure. What's her name again? Three D Nati N A dash T E E. Yeah, she's from. Oh, yeah, she's nice. She's nice. I have to check that one out too. I think you know, reminiscing on the the times, you know, back in the day of how music used to be, how like we mentioned, how hard it was to get in, and how there used to be a lot more versatility, and you know, you could hear an artist spit some bars and then you can hear them also be on a song that was catchy and, and things like that. Um, another thing that I think has changed within the music industry and changed just within the culture period is uh, the focus that it was on music. Like, I don't think artists focus on music um, just has, you know, just has per, um, just on that period. Like that now it's I'm building my brand so I'm a whole brand when it comes to my music. I'm not just focusing strictly on dropping albums. Now I'm trying to get associated with another big brand. Um, and so now, you know, you see your your favorite artist in a Sprite commercial. You see your favorite artist in a Mountain Dew commercial. You see your favorite artist venturing into other things. Now they're getting into fashion. Like ASAP Rocky, what is he? He's doing, he's modeling for like Calvin Klein or something, you know. he. It's not the focus anymore isn't just you know, on music. Now, um, uh, Rihanna, for example, I mean, I know she's not into, I mean, she's ingrained in the hip hop culture, but she's, you know, more of an, I guess we consider a pop R&B artist. Um, but even her, like she's getting into her makeup line and things like that. So they're not just focusing, they're not making 
I think they mentioned back in the day that, you know, music videos used to be like two million dollars from, you know, making a music video. And, you know, back in the day, Hype Williams was like, you know, that's what we looked forward to. Like you wanted to see a video. They used to have TRL. They used to have 106 and Park, the countdown. We don't digest music like that anymore. Now you have to have something else that um, stand that makes you stand out in music. And just doing music is not going to give you the income, the money that you want. So I just think now, you know, um, just the way we digest music is mm-hmm. so quick. You don't, you know, you have to continuously drop something. And I don't know, when's the last time that you guys have ever, like, just sat with an album? Like, you know, there can be so many artists that come out. When's the last time that you just sat and listened to an album, like, for a full, like, even a week or a month? I listened to Gucci album. And I really, I wasn't even a fan at first. But then I started listening to one of my close friends. She a, she a fan was pressed to go to one of his concerts and everything. I was like, what does she like about <laughs> And then I started listening to him. I'm just like, oh, yeah. He really, like, not only do he got the beats, but he talk good. Like, <laughs> he rap good. And, like, the whole album, I don't have to skip a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my thing is, I'm it took me a long time to come into the streaming because I was an old school guy. Like, I still got boxes of CDs. I wanted to have an actual CD. Then once I actually got, like, opposite, and then I was like, damn, all my music collection in my pocket now. So now I necessarily don't really listen to an album all the way through. I kind of throw it into a playlist. So then it, like, shuffles. So somebody like, you heard the whole album? I'm like, I think I heard all of it. I'm not sure. Like, that's just high. Kevin Gates. I, I, I done got, oh, yeah. got modern. I listen to his whole. Uh, I like it. I, it's not a song that I can skip on his albums neither. Chelsea love her from <laughs> Kevin Gates. That time for that song. Every time I got that, <laughs> that's my theme song for you. Every time I hear that song, I'm like, this mommy, Chelsea. <laughs> I'm definitely old school when it comes to that. I, I love albums. Even even now, Chauncey, I agree with you. I finally have gone over to the streaming. I do Spotify. That's what I do. But even on Spotify, I'm looking yeah. for the for the for the album, you know, and I'm I'm listening to the whole thing. I've always been like that. And I will definitely sit with an album. If I like it, oh, it's gonna be really? heavy rotation. Yes. So you can say that you've sat and listened to an album for like a week straight or yes. a month. Really? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I've done the same thing. Um somebody who I do that too mostly is uh currency. Currency because he puts out music like damn near every month. Really? So, so yeah, yeah, he gets a lot of stuff on the mixtape circuit and stuff like that. So a lot of his stuff is free. So so you get to listen to it. And um He's he's right up my alley, so I listen to his stuff all the time. So once he puts something out, it, it gets a good week or two rotation because right. he's about to release something else anyway. So you better yeah. listen to it now because something else is coming. <laughs> so um, that's the way I do that with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I constantly yeah. listen to my. Oh, go ahead. I was about to say. I was about to say something about currency because, like you said, that's that's when you say right up your alley. You know the vibes that he kind of puts out, like Absolutely. a weird belief or like a. Um, mm-hmm. um, He's a chill guy. You know, they give you that. that Right. He's he's not like a gangster type rapper or nothing like that. Um, not too long ago, mm-hmm. you know, I had my, my ex was in the car. She's like, you know what? She usually, if I listen to any other rap, she, she's not really into it. Um, but she's like, you know what? I like him. Cause he just raps, you know, he just mm-hmm. raps about regular stuff. So yeah. And everything he rap about is, is pretty much his daily life. He just makes it sound fly because it is. So, yeah. 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 I'm going to look him up. I don't know him. Yeah. Some people might not really know who he is. Yeah. And he's been around for a long time. He's been around since No Limit. He was at, um, 
Yeah, you know, he was hanging around yeah, those guys. Cash money, yeah, cash money. Yeah. You know, so he actually yeah. hang up with Dane for for a quick second. But um, yeah, yeah. he's he's been yeah, around for a while, and he he's actually has a lot of respect mm-hmm. in the game from other his peers too. So yeah, yeah that's somebody who I really rock yeah. with. I think the yeah, I only like one I can it. say that I like consistently listen to, like as far as like a whole rap album. I would constantly say I always come back to like Fab. I always come back to like not albums, but his mixtapes. I always Fab come back nice. to listen to Fab's yeah. mixtapes. Yeah, I can never nice. get tired yeah. of his. And he doesn't drop them drop them as often, but when he does, I will say that I always constantly go back to listen to Fab. The I love soul him. tape, the yeah, soul, soul tapes, tapes yeah. and the summertime oh, yeah. shootouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jason was good too. We got to put Nipsey on there too. He went. He's one. Oh, neighborhood yeah. nip. Yeah, and you know what? I never listened to Nip um, before. I hadn't. Yeah, I, I, I listened, listened to like to his him. newer stuff, but no, I, after his death, yeah, I, I definitely listened to, to some of his old mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I used to add songs to my playlist from Nipsey, so I can't say I listened to like a lot of albums of Nipsey either. Mm-hmm. But I, I knew he was nice. But I was, I'm an East Coast guy, so mm-hmm. when I say that. It's not that I don't like West Coast guys. It's just that I don't have a whole bunch of them that I kind of go to like that. I mean, and I'm not knocking them. Like I said, they, they it's definitely Kenny Lamar from the West. So I definitely give them all their props. But I just, I'm like, ah, yeah, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I knew Nip was nice when I very first heard his very first song. Mm-hmm. I was like, I said, like, that, that kid's nice, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, I did fall off from his stuff. I didn't really hear, but I always knew he was nice. And uh, I heard yeah, some of his more recent stuff, and I see how, you know, the mm-hmm. changes he was making, you know, in his life yeah. overall. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, we mm-hmm. lost him. But um, yeah. it, it made yeah. me listen to some more of his stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he was really dropping jewels and his stuff. And that that's what I'm talking about, the balance. You know, he, yes. you yeah. know, he, he'll he yes, talk yes. about, you know, knocking in your head, you know. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. right after that, he'll yeah. tell you how to make a million dollars while you're young. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, I love the balance. Yeah. yeah. yeah and so. I never, um, yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. Definitely R.I.P. to Nip. I never um, listened to him like that, I, and I've been mm-hmm. saying I want to. But I know when he came, he did an interview on The Breakfast Club, and I really got to n- learn just who he was, his personality. Mm-hmm. And I was always, you know, thought he was a nice mm-hmm. guy, but I didn't really know much about his music, and I've been meaning mm-hmm. to get into that. But definitely, yeah, he definitely sounded mm-hmm. like a great guy, yep. you know. No one's one mm-hmm. thing, you know what I mean? Right. Tupac was not one thing, exactly. you know what I mean? So you can make a song, an uplifting song. You can talk about some song you're at the strip club, too. You're yes, a person. Exactly. You're, you know, you have your Balance. vices. Yeah, yeah, so, yes. you know, it doesn't, you know, so you can be righteous and ratchet, too. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it and is possible. I like yep, it that yep, you yep. said that. And mm-hmm. I think, I think, I mean, I think it worked for Nipsey to the point that that's why everybody's liking him now. Because mm-hmm. really, he put his money where his mouth was. Meaning mm-hmm. that he kind of, um, he didn't leave it up to the labels to dictate how he's going to be. So he tried to go the independent route. Everything he was doing was kind of like, like he had like a hundred dollar CD. That was like a couple of years ago yep. where he was really selling it for a hundred dollars. But that was yep. part of his plan. That was part of his rollout. Mm-hmm. And I think Jay-Z ended up buying like yeah, he bought several copies of it. Yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that, that's one of them things that sometimes you do meet those rappers who I'm not going to let y'all make me make these kind of songs just mm-hmm. to get heard. I'm going to stick to my lane. And then I'm gonna catch who I catch. Yeah, it's all about ownership. Yeah, ownership. Owning your own stuff is is very important. And and I want to touch on something you talked about earlier. How music is out differently. You know, people now they're doing merchandise, things like that, because that's how they're making their money. The shows that they make, and that's why uh, somebody like Currency I was mentioned before. He has a he has 
pretty decent money. He owns Ferraris, he owns, you know, Rolls Royces, all that stuff. He has a mansion, all of that, but you never heard about him. You know, because mm-hmm. he does a lot of his stuff. He gets his stuff from shows. Right. So he puts out that free content. Yeah. So he has content to perform for you, mm-hmm. you know, and he yeah. also will sell, tell you to buy some of his merchandise. He'll sell it at the shows or, you know, things like that. Yeah. So there's ways to make money. It's definitely not. They're definitely not getting their money from the record companies anymore. Absolutely. You know, you have to diversify yourself. Yeah, absolutely. That's just with life, too. Yes. You know, you yes. have to do the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Different revenue streams. Yeah. Yeah, cause one job ain't gonna do it. No it's more. not gonna do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think this has been a great conversation. It brought back so much. It made me think about it. Now I have some new artists that I gotta look up and add to my playlist. Um, so definitely yeah. want to uh, download some new music and uh, listen listen to it. I'm definitely gonna try to listen to some Nip um, and, and get uh, hip to that. But um, did y'all have any closing remarks or anything that y'all wanted to touch on? Any other artists y'all wanted to tell us about before we close out the show? Uh, I will say I, I can add this just for I'm not um I don't got a lot of history for him, but so it was this um this guy that just he's from um they say he's from North Carolina, but he was raised in Suitland. So then uh, his name is YBN Cordy Corday or something like that, right? Mm. So when I think. The end part, I was like, uh oh, here come one of these like <laughs> 21 Savage or whatever. You know, one of them kind of vibe or whatever. And all them little dudes that be catching charges and doing dumb stuff. I mm-hmm. thought that was what he was. When I listened to the album, he got King, I mean, he got Pusha T on there. He got that dude Anderson Pack on one of them songs. There's a couple people on there, and I ain't even gonna lie, he can rap. Yeah. I think he's like a little young guy. Yeah, I've been too. seeing yeah. people you post about him. Actually, yeah, Currency has a song with him too. So yeah, I actually heard listen to him I, I rap. Say, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, and he actually mm-hmm. was he was pretty decent. I, I like what he was talking about. So yeah, he's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was definitely impressed. Cause I gave it a listen first, like like we was talking about listening to the album. I kind of skimmed mm-hmm. through it. Then I was like, damn, this is pretty good. So I went ahead and added it to my playlist. I was like, okay, he, he made the cut. You know? <laughs> 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 Got in that rotation. Yeah, for for, for me, yeah. I mean. Well, I'm pretty laid back dude, but I love street stuff, so I like that hard stuff, the boom bap mm-hmm. type stuff. So mm-hmm. the new guys that are out now that I'm really liking with it's pretty much a whole crew. Um they're part of the they call themselves Griselda, but it's like um uh, oh, yeah. Benny yeah, the Butcher, um, um, Conway the Machine, um West Side Gun, thirty eight special. So you know. And they got songs with, with Black Thought, they got songs with, you know, different yeah. guys and yeah. stuff like that. Um Sky yeah, Zoo is another guy. He's been around for a little while. New York guy from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. You know, he's got a he's a very yeah. lyrical guy. So he's really lyrical. So yeah, yeah I, I'm really liking the yeah, Griselda cat. So you know, definitely yeah, they, they, about they, stuff. And they from Buffalo too. So they from like they not uh, even from like the boroughs. You know oh, Buffalo's hard. I, Buffalo's hard. Yeah, I got family yeah, I up heard. there. So yeah. yeah, shout out to <laughs> shout out to <laughs> Buffalo. They, there's no games to be played yeah, out yeah, there. I know it. Okay. I heard that same thing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love having you guys on this show. This has been great. Before we let both of you guys go, I have to ask this question to both of you. Who is your top five MCs of all time? Worst to best. So I know this is a hard one, but yeah. You can, mi- you can mix it up. Your top five. You can mix it up. You can put current now or you can put, you know, from back in the day. 
Mm, I mean, I can't do it in okay. any particular okay. order. Okay, okay, but, you don't um, have to do the order. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say my one gonna have no order. Yeah, yeah. So who you want? Who want to go yeah. first, Chauncey yeah. or Donovan? Who wants to go first? You want, you want to take that pressure, Chauncey? <laughs> All right, Chauncey, go ahead. Uh, you, first. <laughs> you first, Chauncey. Right. Spotlights on you. Yeah. So, like I said. um I'm, I'm an East Coast guy. That's why I came up. I was Wu-Chang forever and all that. So my favorite rapper is Red Man. And he, I'm going to put him above Jay-Z and Nas and that, but that's not saying he's really better than them. I'm trying to say, like, they are, biz, they, they are goats in that little frame, and they have more fans, so I get it. But I'm going to say, uh, say Red Man. I'm going to say Nas. I'm going to say Jay-Z. I'm going to put Scarface there. And then I'm going to kind of, I don't know if I want to toss it up because he, if I keep on going with no order, I name people like Fabulous and T.I. and Bun it's B. It's okay to put know, Fab in there. I think that's why I would round it off at like that just to have a little bit. I probably put T.I. a little bit before Fab, so I say he can be my fifth one. All so, right, you know, bye. No, I'm just Okay. Yeah, Wu Tang is for the children. Wu Tang is for the children. Um, yeah. um, for me, number one, probably really my all-time favorite rapper is Big Daddy Kane. Because when I first, yeah, sure, I yeah, like when it. I always been a fan of slick talk. I like people who can talk slick. You know what I mean? And he was punch fine. lines and all that. Well, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I just had to add that. Yeah, just jaded my whole list. But um, after Kane, I'll say Rock him. Uh, mainly because both those guys kind of shifted rap, you know, and what people were talking yeah. about, their yeah. skills and everything like that. Um, There's a god MC right there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, of course, Big. I like Big because he was very versatile. He can give you a commercial record. He can give you a battle record. You know, he can rap pretty much any style. He can take, tell you a story, you know. Yeah. So I always liked that about him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I actually should have put Biggs on my too. I, shame I on you, shame on you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, East Coast, that's the king of New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's your list, but you know you were wrong for that. But it's okay. Um, <laughs> um I put uh, Jay on there for sure, especially early Jay. Early Jay was was phenomenal. Um, yeah, yeah, he was phenomenal. Um, I'd probably say Black Thought. I'll round it out with Black Thought because um, he's he's killing it right now. He he has that kind of he kind of reminds me of uh, G Rap and and um, uh, Pun. You know, had that machine gun type of flow, but they really saying some stuff. They're not yeah. just bu- rapping a bunch of words together. They really are dropping some stuff. So yeah, Black Thought will be my last yeah. one. All right, thank you, fellas. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> well, we definitely appreciate y'all joining us today. You can email us at podcast at OEO show dot com. Follow us on our social media. Our IG is OEO show. Our Facebook is on everyone's lips. That's with apostrophe S. You can contact our feedback hotline at 571-206-8292. There you can give us feedback on our shows. You can give us topic ideas um, and you can do so anonymously. Please subscribe to our podcast on everyone's lips. That's with an apostrophe S on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play and other platforms that you may consume podcasts. You can also catch us on the True Radio Network under blogtalkradio.com. 
please give us a rating. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated, but all honest feedback is welcome. Also, if you're rating us on like iTunes or Spotify, feel free to leave a comment in the ratings. That's yes. it. Yes. Well, this has been a great conversation. I think what we learned here today, what I want to leave with is that I don't not I am not knocking any of the young MCs that are out today. I like it all. I just want to bring back that balance, that versatility. You know, we we can there's room for it all. There's room for it all. And um, I just think that's what we need. We need that balance. But thank you for that. This conversation it has been great until we meet again. Live well, laugh often and love much. Bye bye. (laughs) 